Let's go ahead and open up to the book of Luke. We're going to start in the 12th chapter of Luke. Chapter 12 of Luke. And we'll start in verse 13 real quick. Can you go back to 13 for me? Luke chapter 12, starting in verse 13 real quick. says someone in the crowd said to him teacher tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me but he said to him man who appointed me a judge or arbitrator over you then he said to them beware and be on your guard somebody say be on your guard against every form of greed For not even when one has an abundance does his life consist of his possessions. And he told them a parable saying, The land of a rich man was very productive. And he began reasoning to himself saying, What shall I do since I have no place to store my crops? And then he said, this is what I will do. I will tear down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years to come. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night, your soul is required of you. And now who will own what you have prepared? So is the man who stores up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. Let's pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for everything you're doing in our lives. And we thank you for this time together tonight, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you speak to us through your word. Anoint me to preach your word tonight. Give me the words to share, God. You are worthy, my King. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be worshiped. You're worthy to be glorified. But Father God, we just thank you, Jesus, for what, Lord, what's coming. We thank you, God. We thank you, Father, for what the future has to bring, God. Because we know it's going to be good. And Father, we just ask you, Lord Jesus, just uh, continue to grow us in our relationship with you, Lord, as we make that priority above everything else. Father, I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. Amen. All right, I want to talk to you tonight a little bit about something called priorities. Amen. And one thing about it uh, is when we look at life, amen, life is full of uh, having priorities, amen, and priorities in all sorts of different areas. We have priorities with uh, what uh, is, you know, we need to do with our time, 
what we need to do with our resources, amen, what we need to uh, begin to do with our life, amen, all together. And it's real important that we uh, have our priorities in line. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. And so life, just for any human being, is about priorities. And so I want to talk to you a little bit tonight concerning priorities, amen, And I want to kind of look at a parable here where Jesus was wanting to begin to communicate something and help his followers begin to understand uh, some things in their life. And so when what Jesus did, he did what he usually does. And amen, he uh, when he wants us to understand something. And so he told a story, amen, or also known as a parable. And the story here in Luke chapter 12, amen, is about a rich man whose priorities were completely mistaken or completely out of order, amen? And Jesus told them this parable that we just read right here, and he starts off by saying, the ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop, And he thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. And then he goes on to say, and he said, this is what I'll do. He says, I'll tear down my barns and I'll build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy eat, drink, and be merry. But what we look at here in this verses right here that we just read, this is what God responds to him, okay? This is what God's response was to this rich man. He says, you fool, amen? He says, this is the very night that your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? And this is how it'll be with anybody who stores up things for himself but is not rich towards God. And I want you to look at this because right here, God spoke to this guy and he, he didn't, uh, if you look into this, this is also in the red letters, but he didn't tell him he was evil He didn't tell him he was wicked, but he did tell him that you're a fool. Somebody say, God is good. God is good, amen? You know, each and every one of us, uh, especially those that are leaders, we live under the influence of the law of limited resources. And one of those limited resources that we have amen, is uh, the the resource of time in particular, amen? You know, have you ever heard somebody say time is money, amen? And so time is one of those precious commodities. And the time invested in any project is taken away from some other place in your life. I want you to realize that today, right? Whatever you spend your time doing is taken away from your time in another area. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. And so we look at this when we're talking about priorities. 
Amen. We obviously can look at it prioritizing our time. Amen. You know, time management is a word that we use, right? Amen. And so when we're talking about time, the energy invested in one job, amen, won't be there for another one. Now, let me explain what I'm saying here, particularly as we get older, right? We begin to realize how precious these commodities are, okay? Now, I want you to look at this for a moment, because when we begin to get older, we begin to realize, amen, we're, it's getting closer, right? We're not going to live forever. But I want you to look at this in perspective, because it's all in how you perceive this, amen, and what your priorities are, because I've heard some people say, you know what, I'm getting older, amen, I've got to go and begin to get things in place in my life. I've heard it, I've heard it a few times, a couple times lately, amen. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, God is good. So we begin to discover that our energy is not what it once was. And the time that it takes to complete things often grows longer as the days grow shorter. Are y'all with me today? Sometimes we can't do what we used to do in the same amount of time. Are y'all with me today? But I want you to know somebody that's uh, serving, amen, especially in the kingdom, they're never going to lack for things to occupy their time and energy. Amen. There's always something that can occupy your time, and there's always something that can occupy your energy. And so since that's the case, we must be people, amen, who uh, answer this question, amen, in a certain way. Where should I invest my time, and where should I invest my energy, or to put it differently, what should be my priorities? And so the real issue, amen, as we will see, has to do with the degree to which we have aligned our will with the will of God. Are y'all with me today? Now, I want you to realize this because I'm going somewhere. So here in this story, amen, Jesus not only warned against the dangers of greed, but he also pointed out, amen, uh, the importance of the priorities, especially that they need to be in line with God's will. And the man in this parable, amen, had clear priorities. He had priorities. Are y'all with me today? The first one is he wanted to accumulate wealth. And the second one was that he wanted to use his wealth to secure his own future. Are y'all with me today? He wanted to become wealthy and he wanted to use his wealth in order to secure his future. Somebody say God is good. Now, I don't know about you, but if anybody who talks to a retirement investment consultant, they're going to tell you that saving for the future is good and it's even necessary. Amen. But the rich fool as he is called in this parable, he started with the wrong motives and unfortunately failed to achieve either priority. 
So in other words, he had two priorities. Number one, to get rich, amen. And number two, amen, to begin to have a secure his future. Now, how many of y'all know both of those priorities that he had, he didn't achieve either one of them. Are y'all with me today? See, I want you to look at this for just a moment, amen. He, he didn't achieve either one of them. And so the guy in his part parable, he started with the wrong motives. And as a result, he unfortunately, he failed to achieve the, the priority and he died before he could either expand his business or enjoy retirement. Now, Jesus applied this parable to anyone whose priorities reveal a heart absorbed with self instead of God. You may not be worried about getting rich. Hello. But I want you to look at it in perspective, amen, to what your priorities are. Hello, somebody. Because I want you to begin to look through a view of eternity, because there's going to be one day when God calls us home. There's something called eternity. And you're going to either spend it in hell or you're going to spend it in heaven. And I know the Pope is trying to say there's no hell. Amen. But the Pope is the false prophet. Amen. And the devil is a liar. You better watch who you're listening to. You better read your Bible. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, God's still good. <laughs> Don't throw anything at me, amen? So it's not just, I want you to look at this for a moment because it's not, uh, it's important that we have our priorities, that we have our mindset, that we, uh, amen, uh, have uh, what we're looking at, amen, in an eternal perspective if we're going to be a child of God. Amen? Because sometimes we can get caught up trying to secure our future. And the reality is, amen, our future, amen, is eternal. If you're a child of God. We can find ourselves setting up our lives, amen, in a way to where we make sure that we are secure, amen, at some point in our lives, but we're not investing it in a way to where we make sure that we're secure, amen, in our relationship with God and what we're doing for the kingdom of God and what we're doing in order to impact eternity. And if we're not careful, we can begin to get our priorities out of line, amen, and we can begin investing our time in our our energy and our resources and something that could just begin to go away tomorrow. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is still good. And what happens is a lot of us, we presume that there will be time to invest or take stock in eternal things later in life. But there's two fatal flaws in that thinking. First, how do we know there will be a later? See, because the man in Jesus' story, he had no idea how to close his death. He had no idea how close his death was, right? He, he had no clue. He had no idea that his life would be demanded of him the very night 
And the reason God called him a fool is not because, uh, you know, in order to speak down on him, but God, because God chooses his words very carefully, amen. And like I said, he doesn't call him evil. He doesn't call him wicked necessarily, but he calls the man a fool because in all the man's planning and everything, amen, is accounted for except one inevitability that faces every human being, and that is death. Are y'all with me today? If you want to invest in something, amen, hello, invest in eternity and invest in, uh, in uh, what's it called, life insurance. You know, you need your life insurance to go to heaven, and you need your life insurance so you don't leave your wife broke. Hello. So she can go shopping, amen, and forget about your crazy butt. Are y'all with me? That goes both ways, too. I'm just kidding. Don't shoot me. Amen. But that way, while they're mourning, then you can be shopping. They can be shopping. Right? Shopping makes everything better. I'm just kidding. God is good, amen? So this guy, he, didn't, he had no idea how close his death was, amen? And, and God calls him a fool. He said, this guy was a fool. I don't know about you, but I don't, I'm tired of being a fool, man. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a lot of things, but I don't want to be a darn fool. <laughs> Are y'all with me today? I'm tired of being a fool. But that's what God calls him. God tells him he, he, he calls the man a fool because he was accounting for everything except for the very thing that he was about to face. And the man failed to consider that at some point he might actually die. And he neglected to plan for the most obvious and predictable event in human existence. Because one thing about it, we're all going to die one day. Can I get an amen? And how many of y'all know we don't know when? And so the, that was the first flaw. But the second flaw in his thinking is that when the time comes and we want to turn to the eternal, we may not actually be able to do so. Amen. Are y'all with me today? Especially if we've been, amen, avoiding God's will for our life. Hello. Now that can get pretty heavy and pretty deep pretty quick, can it? I'm going to serve God when I get this in order. I'm going to serve God when I do this. I'm going to do full-time ministry in this. Are y'all with me? 
I'm going to give my life to Jesus, amen, investing in the kingdom, investing in eternity, investing in people, investing in this. And I'm not telling you to go quit your job, amen, but I'm just telling you, amen, you got to make sure your priorities are right. Are y'all with me today? You got to make sure you're doing what really matters, amen. You got to make sure that you're depositing something, amen, in your bank account in heaven. Hello, somebody. You got to make sure that you're storing up some treasures, amen, hello, where moth and rust won't destroy, amen, hello somebody amen you got to be sure you've got something in your bank account are y'all with me today you say well pastor i don't care about being rich okay but is god first in your life in every way somebody say god is good amen you know sometimes when we begin to develop a habit or cultivate a habit of avoiding what God is telling us to do, the older we get, the harder it is for us to begin to, 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 begin to give in to what God is telling us to do. Are y'all, have you ever seen, you ever heard them ever say, you can't, you can't, te- you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? You know, you ever heard about an old person, they're stuck in their ways? Are y'all with me today? Somebody say God is good. You know, it's an interesting assumption that a pattern of steadily avoiding God's uh, will, amen, will suddenly be overturned just before it's too late. Because our character is shaped by the decisions that we make. And the longer that we allow the habits of our youth to remain unchanged, the harder it is to begin to change. Are y'all with me today? In other words, the habits that you've developed, amen, the older you get, the harder it's going to be to change them. I know it's real quiet in here tonight. Amen. But ultimately, saints, our purpose for living should be to begin to bring recognition, to bring honor, to bring glory to God, amen, are y'all with me, rather than just uh, to bring pleasure to ourselves. It needs to bring glory to God, amen. Our lives need to be focused on bringing glory to God with the, the purpose in mind that we can set our priorities by discovering what will bring the greatest recognition to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's how we set our priorities. What's going to bring the greatest recognition? Amen. And is it, if it is, if it's for you to own your own business and begin to have a Christian business where you're imploring people and leading them to Christ, amen, and sharing the gospel and doing this and that, well, thank you, Jesus. That's a blessing, amen. But it's about aligning our will with the will of God in our lives, whatever that may be. What brings glory and honor to God? See, this is what it means to, amen, see through the eyes of eternity. And with this purpose in mind, we can begin to set our priorities. Amen. This is what determines a Christian's priority. What is it that's going to bring glory to God in my life? Hello. 
Amen. Whatever that is. Whatever that may be. Somebody say God is good. You know, it might be a situation where you raising up godly children and investing in them and teaching them the word of God, amen, and training them in the ways of the Lord, amen, and raising up another generation and everything else. And that's what you're, that's what's, that's what's going to be the best use of your time, amen. That's what's going to bring the most glory to God, to be entrusted with the amen. Though, thank you, Jesus. That's a blessing. But living for yourself... Are you with me today? Making sure that your future is secure on this earth, amen, and not securing the future, amen, in eternity. God would call you a fool. Are y'all with me today? And you can call me a lot of things, but don't call me a fool. God is good. You know, the promise of God is you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And one thing about that scripture right there, we hear it, we say it a lot, amen, but a half-hearted search for God, amen, all it's going to produce is a, a harvest of bitterness, disappointment, and despair. Are y'all with me? In other words, you're not going to find God with a divided heart. The search for God requires a singleness of purpose, amen, and a proper priority, and that priority, amen, is that you are searching, searching and seeking, amen, for the Lord with all of your heart. That's your priority, and when that's your priority, guess what? You're going to find him. See how, why priorities are so ex important in our lives? Amen. He says, you got to love the Lord your God with all your heart. Amen. That's got to be your priority. Above loving everything else. That's your priority. You love Lord God. And then you love your neighbor as you do yourself. And when that is the priority, then everything else will fall in line. Amen. You'll be able to love your wife like you need to. You'll be able to love your husband like you need to. You'll be able to love your kids like you need to. You'll be able to love your neighbor like you need to. Why? Because you've got your priorities right, and that is to love the Lord your God with everything that you have. See how God is so focused on priorities, prioritizing things? Amen. Priorities are very important. Y'all let the young man sit down. But if you're half-heartedly seeking God, you're gonna, that's what you're going to yield, a, a harvest of bitterness and disappointment. Bitterness and disappointment. Amen? I don't know about you, but I don't want a harvest of bitterness, disappointment, and despair. Because I half-heartedly seek for God <laughs> or search for God. Because your heart's going to be somewhere else and it's going to be here. And then guess what? You're still not going to find him. Amen. So real quick, as important as success, 
and security and significance are, there's nothing far more meaningful, amen, than your priority with God. Amen. There's a word that theologians use, and it's translated into supreme good. Somebody say supreme good. And they tell us that to miss this is to miss everything. Amen. Revelations 1.8 tells us this. Amen. It says, the, uh, the apostle John write, I am the alpha and the omega. Amen. Says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the almighty. And so just as the Lord calls himself the Alpha and the Omega, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. So Jesus, at the end of Revelation, says of himself, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. And so nothing and no one precedes the Lord and nothing will follow him. He is the supreme author of matter and energy of space and time. The and the infinite and personal I am is the ultimate reality and everything else, amen, is derived from him. That's why, amen, he'll take your time and make it quality time. He's the one that can take a little and make a lot out of it. Everything's derived from him, amen. God is good, amen. And so when we look at this, amen, the supreme good that I told y'all about of humanity is to know and to be known by God. Amen. To know him and to be known by him. Amen. He needs to know you too because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Are y'all with me today? Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. So if you want to know anybody in this world, amen, it don't need to be Michael Jordan, amen, it doesn't need to be uh, whoever that, that other basketball player is, amen, hello, what's the one, my, yeah, Curry, amen, it, it doesn't need to be T.D. Jakes, it needs to be Jesus Christ. Are y'all with me today? Come on. I told y'all he needs to be your hero. So the widest thing that we can do is to seek him with whole hearts. Because how many of y'all know he wants to be found? But he also wishes to be sought. Hello. We all want to find him, but we don't all want to seek him. Can I get an Amen. When I tell people about prayer, prayer is a very valuable thing. It's time well spent. Spending time with God is well spent time. It's well invested, amen. Are y'all with me? It's, you gotta believe that. 
And if you really, you got to do, if you believe it, then you're going to do it. You don't do something because you don't believe it. Hello. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says they meant to know the right thing to do and not to do it is sin. So if you know the right thing to do is to seek God and spend time in prayer and spend time in the word, amen, and all that, and you're not doing it, man, you need to repent. You're in sin. According to the scripture. Hello, I got to repent too sometimes. Because sometimes I get my priorities wrong. Are y'all with me? And if we're not careful, we'll begin to find ourselves chasing something, amen, and we'll find out that it didn't, it didn't mean nothing. It don't, you know, it, don't, it, didn't, it didn't mean anything. I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to the end of this thing and be like, man, I wish I would have done something different. Hello? Are y'all with me? I'm talking about once you, God calls you wherever he's sending you home, hopefully. I mean, and you know, if you're not a child of God, then that's your home too in hell. It was designed for the devil, but amen, it'll be home. Somebody say, not me. Yeah, you would think it's hot out here. Praise the Lord. You think the homeboys are annoying you right now? Wait till them demons get up on you, boy. The weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's going to be real annoying. Hello. Somebody say God is good. Now, I know I got a house full of born again, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. Amen. Committed saints. Amen. That is seeking and serving God with everything they got. So I ain't got to worry about all that. You know what I'm saying? But just in case we don't. Or if we need a quick reminder. Amen. God is good. God is so good. So scripture begins to reveal that the son of God has made it possible for us to enter into a genuine relationship with the father. Amen. All things have been committed to me by my father. No one knows the son except the father and no one knows the father except the son and those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Somebody say the Lord is good. If you're sitting here right now, amen, and you have a desire to, to know God more, amen, thank you, Jesus. If God has revealed himself to you, thank you, Jesus. Amen. You're not a reprobate. Amen. Tell the devil he's a liar. Amen. That's not you. You wouldn't have a desire to do nothing. Amen. When it comes with the things of God, if you were a reprobate. Amen. Amen. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 16 and 26, it says, what good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world yet forfeits his soul? Amen. What good is that? What good is it for a man if he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul? 
And a lot of times people, they cling tightly to the things of the world and they tend to avoid asking then what, amen. But that's the question that the rich fool in Jesus' story never asked. When the barns is finally full and when the, when the finances are secured, then what? After the ultimate promotion, amen, the ultimate purchase, the ultimate home, after the ladder of success has been scaled to the highest, amen, after the thrill wears off, amen, and how many of y'all know it will wear off, then what? Because how many of y'all know we're never going to be satisfied with things? And there's a great danger in our society of avoiding to deny the ultimate reality, amen. And we need to ask ourselves, amen, something. If tonight was my night, if this was the day that my life was going to be demanded of me, what words would I want God to use to summarize my life? Straight up. What words would I want God to use to summarize my life if this was the day that he was going to call me, amen, wherever he's sending me? Because sometimes we, that's what we do. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, closer with God in the, in the future. I know it is, amen. I'm going to have more time, amen. I'm going to have the ability. I'm going to be able to do this, Amen. Or I'm going to be able to serve? No. What is it today? What would it summarize your life today if God called you to account tonight? Because we don't know when we're, when we're going to be called home. We don't know when our last breath is. We don't know when it is. Hello, somebody. This is something we've got to begin to look at. Hello. Because this life is but a vapor. But there's something called eternity that lasts forever. Amen. It lasts forever. And I don't want them to say to me, you fool. (laughs) I don't want to get to a point where I realize that I wasted my life. Hello. God is good, amen. There's got to be something more to life than waking up, going to work, paying my bills, coming home. Hello. And yeah, we got to pay bills. They keep coming in. They don't stop. Amen. That's why Jesus said, hey, foxes have holes and birds have nests. Amen. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. If you want to follow me, then let's go. And I want you to look at that for a moment. Amen. Yeah, really. And it's the same thing as when he talks about, you know, you know, you've got to lose your life in order to gain it. Amen. But if you lose it for the sake of the gospel, you'll gain it. I'm going to tell you, you know, I was one of those ones that was willing, amen, to step out on faith and trust God, amen, and begin to walk in that scripture, hello somebody, amen, and give up everything, hello somebody, even the, co- the, the cockroach-filled apartment that we had, if that's what it took, amen, in order to begin to follow God and do what God said, amen, hello somebody, amen, and just go forward. You know, and as a result, guess what? God gave us our life. 
a living testimony right here. Are you with me? Willing to give up everything, which wasn't a whole lot, but still, you know, other than, you know, God is good. When, as long as the guy sprayed, we were good, you know. You know, one thing about an apartment complex, when you spray, they're going to run next door, and then they spray, and then they're going to run back, you know. You can't get rid of them suckers. <laughs> Hello. God is good, amen. So you just learn to enjoy them. Appreciate them. God is good. If tonight were your night, worship team, when you come forward, if tonight was your night, how would they summarize your life? And I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about God. Who cares what the people say? You know what I'm saying? You preach your own funeral. Are you with me? I don't know. If my parents were to get up and speak at my funeral, I don't know what they would say. They'd probably say I was a sorry, no good son of a gun. <laughs> I mean, you know, they might say it. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, you know, my dad has enough sense. He might not, but my mom and the, uh, he was a real piece of work, is probably what they say. <laughs> and I ain't worried about what they say. Hello. I am worried about what God says. I am worried about that. But I don't want them to say, you fool. You had your priorities all messed up. You know? And I don't want to get to a point and realize that I've wasted my life on stuff that doesn't matter. You know, I want you to know, amen, the flesh longs for security and things. But the soul longs, amen, for something that's not material. See, the soul longs for more than that. That for which it was created for. Are y'all with me today? And Solomon tells us in Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 that God has also set eternity in the hearts of men. That's what the Bible says. That he has set eternity in the hearts of men. And so what that means is that our deepest instinct is heaven. Amen. Heaven is the ache in our bones. It's the splinter in our heart. Amen. And the instinct of heaven is just, amen. God is good, amen. God is good. Come on, stand to your feet for just a moment.
You know, I want you to think about this for a minute because even the atheist has a longing, amen? When people pursue the things of this earth exclusively, they end up with bitterness at the end of their journey. And life seems empty because they long for more than this life can provide. I want you to realize that today, amen? They long for more than this life can provide. And when people pursue the things of this earth exclusively, amen, life seems empty. They long for the one who made them, whether they acknowledge it or not. Whether you acknowledge it or not. So I want you to think about this when you're prioritizing your life, amen. When you're making priorities. Amen. When you're prioritizing your time. Amen. You say, well, man, I'm not going to be able to work when I get older, so I've got to get some things in place. Well, you know what? You're also not going to have the energy to do what you would have been able to do for the Lord. Hello? You know what I mean? You also not, may not have the energy to go out there and hit the streets and tell somebody about Jesus. Are y'all with me today? See, you got to get your priorities right. And it's got to be focused on eternity. Amen. Y'all good? Some of y'all look like y'all baptizing lemon juice. Y'all need to tell that devil to shut up. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Praise. Amen. Praise God. They're trying to trip me. If tonight's the night, you don't know when, when you're going to be called home. And you know, you can't fix the past, but you can fix the future. Straight up. You can fix the future. You can fix the future. I don't know about you, but I want to be serving God whenever God calls me home. Amen. If God lets me, I'll be preaching right here at the pulpit. Amen. Praise the Lord. He can take me home at the altar call. Amen. It'll be the ultimate altar call. You'll be calling me home. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Close your eyes for just a moment.